confirmed with his findings about the inner workings of beer yeast. Verstreppen wondered if he could push the envelope a bit further. For example, Trappist brewers trying to make the traditional malty toffee taste of a double beer are saddled with the yeast they've been using for centuries. Because yeast helps impart flavors that beer drinkers expect, brewers have no choice but to keep using the same strains. They can't swap in a faster, more efficiently fermenting yeast without sacrificing characteristic, beloved flavors. Verstreppen thinks he might be able to swap the genes instead and achieve the desired compromise. Enter Frankenbrew. Using novel yeast strains created in the lab, Verstreppen believes he can make brewing cheaper and more environmentally friendly. The idea of handcrafting a designer yeast from scratch isn't just a crazy idea dreamed up after one too many rounds at the pub. A new molecular technique called CRISPR, which works like a cut-and-paste tool for DNA, has made this quick and easy. With Verstreppen's insight into hundreds of brewers' yeast genomes, he could pick and choose which genes to add to achieve a new organism with the desired traits. To prove this concept, Verstreppen tinkered around with the genes responsible for producing isoamyl acetate, the banana-flavored compound. Instead of the normal range, from zero to thirty-fold production, Verstreppen tweaked the genome and made a yeast that produced one hundred times the normal amount. The resulting brew tasted like a bit of an artificial banana milkshake mixed with beer so he's less than convinced he's created the next hit brew in his lab. It doesn't sound very appealing, and to be honest it wasn't, he admits. But it was cool to drink as a scientist. Future applications of this technology could be much more practical, and presumably tastier too. Hopefully it will enable us to expand the aroma landscape of beers, or make more efficient yeast, Verstreppen says. I think the most promising side of these GM genetically modified technologies, is that you can take an existing yeast that makes the exact beer you want, the perfect Budweiser, or Miller, or whatever, and you can make the yeast better. With a few snips of the DNA, a deleted gene here, an addition or two over there, you can make a yeast that ferments faster, or is tolerant to higher alcohol, all without altering the taste. That's good for the brewers, but it's also good for the environment. If brewers could use designer yeasts to make fermentation more efficient, they would waste less energy heating, cooling, and cleaning enormous fermentation vessels. Many companies use high-gravity brewing to make strong brews that are diluted prior to bottling. If other yeasts could be engineered to tolerate high-gravity brewing, traditional beers could be made quicker. The bottom line? You can make beers cheaper without losing quality, Verstreppen says. The challenge that Verstreppen faces, however, is that for much of the public and the vast majority of the brewing industry, Verstreppen didn't just create a cloying, milkshakey beer. He created a monster. For the time being, Verstreppen's creation remains locked away in his lab in Belgium, partially because consumers in general are quite afraid of it, he says. Beer professionals agree. GM yeast will be very interesting for the scientific community, but I don't think anyone's going to be rushing to use the GMO strains, says Rory Lawton, a Berlin-based beer consultant. The brewers are keeping themselves honest. They don't want to damage the reputation of this natural product. 
Dr. Karen Fortman, a scientist at the White Labs, a San Diego, California hub of Brewer's Yeast Research, Education, and Supply, notes that GM yeasts are barred from going anywhere near the White Labs, for fear they'd accidentally infiltrate the carefully curated strains grown there. We're a long way off from having brewers accept any genetically modified organisms, Fortman says. It's not generally something that's wanted in this industry. Despite the trepidation, thinking of designer yeast's creative potential is tempting. For example, brewers could use GM yeasts to sidestep outdated laws that limit what they can and cannot brew. The famed 500-year-old German purity law, the Reinheitsgebot, precludes any beer in the country from being made with ingredients other than barley, hops, and water. Ironically, this law was enacted 300 years before microorganisms like yeast were even discovered. But there's no mention... In